Welcome to More Living with Jim Brogan, your source of information for living the best years of your life, your way. For more than a decade, host Jim Brogan and his expert guests have come together each week to share important news and advice that can impact the lives and well-being of those who are retired and those nearing retirement. Learn about issues like health and fitness, financial planning, social security benefits, investment advice, and more. And now, here's the host of More Living, Jim Brogan. Good morning, East Tennessee. Welcome to More Living with Jim Brogan, where it's all about living the best years of your life your way. This is News Talk 98.7 WOKI. And, you know, Knoxville is known as one of the more affordable places to live in the country. We have good-paying jobs. We have great schools and a low cost of living. You know, we've got a little bit of a, you know, we, the, the city's enough of a size to have not a big city feel, but enough of a city feel, yet we, it's just a great place to live. Coming into 2020 and even through the pandemic, Knoxville has one of the hottest real estate markets because of the affordability of our area. And when you couple the affordability with historically low U.S. interest rates, Purchasing a home and one that is bigger or more expensive is more realistic for a lot of people. However, Knoxville is in a seller's market right now. Low inventory. Some homes are selling not just in a matter of days, even a matter of hours. And if you're in the market for a new home, how can you ensure that you're getting a good deal and aren't buying at the top of the market? And if you're selling, how can you make sure your home is the one buyers will covet, and you can get that quick response and get a price that you want. So this morning, we are joined by Scotty Eklund. He is sales manager at Weikert Realty. Good morning, Scotty. Welcome to More Living. Jim, good morning, good morning. It's great to be here. Just want to let you know I'm honored to be on your show. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, it's great to have you on. Hey, Scotty, you're not originally from Knoxville, So like others who relocate to East Tennessee, what drew you here and kept you in the area? Uh, Well, actually, a grandbaby sucked me from uh, the East Coast to Knoxville. Uh, My wife, lovely wife and I, we have four daughters, nine grandbabies, and uh, a couple grandbabies here in Knoxville. And so we decided to make the trip about just under four years ago. You know what, my my what we have children. Um, our oldest is is going into her sophomore year of college, and then we have a high schooler. <laughs> but my wife has always said she wants to be smothered in grandchildren one day. So I Come completely on. get it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, hey, Scotty, Knoxville's real estate market has always been healthy and has often fared better than some areas during an economic downturn. Why do you think our area has done so well? Well, you know, as you know. Knoxville is resilient, and it, it and even through this pandemic, it's coming back with a vengeance. And and Knoxville kind of has this ability to dodge the recession bullet, um, you know, really because of the location and and University of Tennessee. We have corporate offices here in Knoxville. You got Oak Ridge. Um, you know, as you said in starting the show, we're a smaller but larger feel. And East Tennessee is beautiful. And it's drawing people from all over the United States, uh, California, West Coast, uh, Northeast, 
People just love East Tennessee. I, I, as I said, Tammy and I have been here four years. We have absolutely fallen in love with Knoxville. It is a beautiful area. You know, it's almost, I think, the Knoxville, if you count the entire metropolitan area, which would be Knoxville and the surrounding counties, I think we're up maybe around 925,000 population. Yeah. I'm actually, yep. I, you know, I'm actually a little concerned because when you get over a million, you start showing up on lists for people that are searching for places. And I just wonder if we, if we get to, or when we get to a million, if there would then be more explosion. What have you seen in other markets as they've started getting close to that million dollar threshold? Or yeah, million, that's absolutely. Me, million people. Million people. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. But I will say the essence of Knoxville and what's, you know, uh, so attractive is it is that small slash, you know, big city. So, but there is that, that threshold and, and no doubt when, and if, if, and when we hit that, I think it's going to have that kind of effect. Now I have no idea and my metrics of, of when that might actually take place, but you're absolutely right. That, that could be a reality down the road. Now, a lot of areas, Scotty, uh, a lot of areas in town have low inventory of new ho- of homes for sale. Why do you think there is such a surplus of buyers and just not much inventory? I mean, it's definitely a seller's market, right? Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it, the market right now in Knoxville is so strong. I mean, June saw a new listing rebound at 33% increase over 2019, Jim, a 1.63 listing over last year. So the 1.36 has been the best new listing uh, month, June, this this whole year, if you can get your head around that. So it's a very, very strong um, seller's market at this point. It, you know, it's good news, bad news, great news for the seller, not such great news for the buyer. It's creating a little bit of frustration for our buyers. They, they, they have to make... Uh, a quicker decision on 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 spending probably the most money they've ever spent in their lives, and and so I always tell them when they're seeing the house, they love it, they want to put an offer, or then they say, well, actually, I want we just want to sleep on it. And I always tell them, well, if you sleep on it, you're probably not going to sleep in it, not in this market. So it it has uh, shown itself to be a, a very strong seller's market. Uh, creating some frustration uh, for our buyers, no doubt. Yeah, that's really something. Is there what price range is it? Is it under three hundred thousand? Is it under five hundred thousand? I mean, what is the up to what price are you seeing that type of hot activity? Yeah, it's it's between two and three. I mean, we have uh, actually in, in in units sold last month. Um, three, seven, nine, one, eight up in, uh, you know, Fountain city up there was just crazy strong. And the median price was 208,000 and the median, uh, price per square foot one, two, five. And so, uh, so yeah, yeah. And, and then of course, three, seven, nine, two, two, our area here, uh, was showing itself strong. And the median on that was 377, 135 per square foot. Yeah, now that was actually my next question is kind of what you're seeing price per square foot. Are these record highs? And and is the price warranted? I mean, I guess, you know, it's supply and demand. If the 
you know, if, if, if homes are that hot, people are going to get that. But are we at record? Are those record highs for Prosper Foot? Yes, yes, close to it, absolutely. And and the sellers, um, you know, as you know, we go into a multiple uh, offer situation, and so they're getting list price. And these these will be listed. The the ones here uh, in in Fountain City. This is just a crazy number, but. Um, you know, the, the days on the market were like nine days. I mean, they're just turning so fast. And, uh, so anyway, I'm saying all that to say that they're getting list price and more. And, uh, um, yeah, I've, I've, so. yeah, I've heard that. I've, I've heard some sellers, they'll put their home on the market and they'll get two or three interested buyers and they'll get more than list price. Absolutely correct. That happens more often than the other. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it, yeah, it is an absolute seller's market. And, what, and, 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 you know, the sellers, if you're out there, you're listening, you're a seller, you're thinking about selling your property, my recommendation would be get an appraisal before you list your house. Of course, the professional, your real estate agent's going to do comps, and that is strong and that's good. Uh, but what's happening in this market is sellers are not getting the appraisals, and they are being shown the comps by the professional, but still feel they could get more for that property, especially when multiple offers come in. Let's say it's listed at 250, and they get an offer at 270, and they're licking their chops. They're like, "Yeah, let's go, we got this." Well, then that appraisal comes in 10 grand under, and that just causes some issues. Oh, with the financing for the buyer. Absolutely correct. Yeah. I tell you what, uh, we're going to get to our first break, Scotty. When I come back, I want to, yeah, I want you to kind of walk through us what the day, what your days have looked like kind of going into April with the pandemic and then how has it evolved over the last couple of months? And then what do sellers, what do buyers need to be doing? Um, you know, how can buyers make sure they're not overpaying? I mean, there's just so many complications yeah. here. So please stay tuned as we're visiting with Scotty Eklund. He is a sales manager for Wackert Realtors. As you're listening to More Living with Jim Brogan, right here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. listening to more living with jim brogan during the week jim is a financial advisor an author and speaker with an mba from the university of tennessee who specializes in helping people in or near retirement plan for the next phase of their lives you can reach brogan financial during the week at 865-862-6800 or on the web at broganfinancial.com and now Here's Senior Market Advisor Magazine's 2011 National Advisor of the Year and host of More Living, Jim Brogan. And it's a beautiful Saturday morning here in Knoxville. It's going to be a scorcher, so make sure you drink plenty of water and, uh, you know, try to stay cool. It's such a beautiful area here in East Tennessee, and the housing market is just red hot. And today we're visiting with Scotty Eklund. He is a sales manager at Weikert Realty. And... Uh, Scotty, um, what what does a typical day on the real estate market look like the past few months? Like, what did that look like going into January or into uh, April when the pandemic was really everything was shutting down? And then how has that 
changed over the last couple of months? Because you said everything's just picked up so much. Well, we had to uh, we we had to be very intentional and strategic uh, when when the COVID nineteen uh, came about in the in the in the real estate market as an agency. We here at Weicker Realtor Advantage Plus just gathered the troops and we said we got to think out of the box in this season. How are we going to serve our sellers and buyers uh, even better through this particular season? So what? What we did is we we implemented our uh, virtual showing leverage in the realm of our Matterport. We have a, a 3D Matterport camera on site, so we have an ability to give uh, the consumers um, uh, the uh, opportunity to do a 24-7 open house uh, through the online Matterport um, uh, so they can do a virtual 3D tour. So they can kind of do a virtual 3D tour of the house. Absolutely, it gives a dollhouse view, floor plans. I don't know if you've experienced it or not. It's uh, it's amazing. Our, our if you ever want to check it out, our website's Knoxville3dhomes.com. We put them all on that website, and the and the consumer just clicks on the little round dot, and it literally 3D walks them through. The house, and then we had to also shift to obviously uh, and embrace, if I may, the Zoom.com principle. And so, a lot of our consultations, a lot of our listing presentations continued, but we just did, did it via Zoom, and um, and and we're able to to uh, really truly serve our uh, buyers and sellers. So, in the in the physical office. As you can imagine, it's quite quiet. Uh, but in real estate, we have the advantage because agents li- you know, work a lot from home anyway. So when the pandemic hit, the transition of office to home, that was not a, a, a new thing for our real estate agents. Many of them worked from their home. They all have home offices. So you know that was not even a speed bump. And so we just really had to embrace um, the, the pandemic and say, okay, what are we going to do to serve our clients better? So in reality, it called us up like open houses. We did, we did not have to go. We weren't allowed to do open houses, uh, but we did it virtually. So our agents went and videotaped, uh, the actual property. And then on a Sunday, when we'd actually do our open house, we did live or we posted that video, uh, on Facebook when you do an open house physically, you'll get 10, 12, 14 groups that come into the house to experience that moment. When we did it virtually, we'd have 400, 500, 600 views. So as a real wow. estate agency, we were like, oh, wow, okay, we need to leverage this not only now, but post-pandemic, which we have. And so, yes, there has been a shift. Now what we do with our open house, as you said, you know, you asked now how we transitioned um, as a real estate agency and real estate in general. Um, like, for example, the open house, we still do the virtual open house, and we'll highlight that on a Saturday, get four or 500 views. And then those that have an opportunity to see the house online, uh, then they can say, yeah, I would really want to go take a look. And then they actually physically go to that open house. But but the exciting thing, Jim, uh, for the real estate market is the real estate agents that are intentional, that have a strong work ethic, 
and are investing time and energy to serve their clients well, those are the ones that are finding extreme success. It's the ones that said, you know what, the pandemic, the stay at home. Well, I'm going to choose to take this time and champion at my business and invest in my business at this time. And so then when the pandemic, com- pandemic comes to a closure where, where, where our city opens up once again, our agents were on their toes, not on their heels. And they were able to embrace the current market and find phenomenal success. This is what we were, you know, the real estate market in many situations will be the driver that will take a city out of a recession. And we kept uh, helping our agents understand this. So, so let's be prepared. Let's be ready. What are you doing to serve that client? And then as we came out and our city begins to open up again, we had a, an opportunity to leverage that market for uh, us as real estate agents. Yeah, and consumers are, have gotten used to shopping in new ways. But, you know, one of the things I was thinking of when you were talking about that, Scotty, is, you know, when, when you're purchasing a new home, generally you walk through someone else's living space yeah. to determine if you can see yourself living there and what that space really truly looks like in person. So what kinds of challenges have there been now with people showing or looking for a home with all the medical concerns during the pandemic? Sure. That, you know, that's an amazing question. And, um, you know, as a real estate agent, um, you know, health and, and um, you know, staying healthy and making sure your clients are safe is the number one priority. So yeah, and protecting some, the home seller, right? I mean, you go into absolutely a, correct. You take and there were some home. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. There were some home sellers that for a season were refusing uh, to, you know, allow the public to walk through their house. Um, there, you know, the ones that obviously were vacant, were easy peasy, were able to, to navigate through that well. But we would assure the seller, my listing, my buyer's agents that, you know, we, we're going to bring the, um, the necessary things that we need to do to clean the handles, take off our shoes. We're not going to be touching everything. We're going to give leadership to our buyers as we're walking through the house. And, and you know, just assure them that we're going to ultimately take care of their property and, and not leave any cooties, if I may. Sure. Yeah, so important. I mean, I can imagine, you know, from a, a buyer standpoint, but especially from a seller standpoint. Now, Scotty, you Absolutely. mentioned Fountain City. What are some of the hotter areas in town, and why are they so desirable? Well, you know, Fountain City and North Knoxville, that area, obviously it's price point, and it's, um, it's adorable. And, and so Fountain City um, it mainly is, is the actual price point. It's, it's growing, and it's exciting. You have... And then you have some of the off market, you know, the, the distant markets. You know, the the pow is hot right now, and and um, and of course three seven nine uh, two two is is hot, and that's all in the realm of of you know the the closed sales in the realm of listings. As you heard, our new listing not only percent has gone up, but volume has gone up. The housing market is experiencing. Um, uh, healthy appreciation and and the healthy appreciation 
uh, in, is not just for 2020, but some of the experts are predicting a healthy appreciation in 2021 and 2022. Uh, and, and so w- with that, we're not only getting more listings, but the, the price points are higher and the consumer is getting more, you know, for their dollar there. Absolutely. Um, you know, three, seven, what nine. Okay, go. What, what are you seeing now, Scotty, in terms of what the top things people are looking for in terms of must haves for a home or even a neighborhood? Well, very, very good. You know, that is that is changing. There's a shift there uh, because, you know, the kind of ramifications and consequences, if I may, and and uh, of the of the covid where the open floor plan was famous. It was trendy. People really wanted that. Now we're finding that the um, you know, the, the consumers looking for for more walls in and looking for office space, looking uh, for a, a, an ability to to have, um, you know, places where they can do their work, focus, um, spread the family out a little bit more. So we're, we're finding a little bit huh. about that. That's also, we're finding that the you know, it's also affecting, you know, the, the residential real estate market's hot. Now, the commercial real estate is soft. And and I feel some of that is coming from the pandemic in the sense that. People are working more from their home. There, there's, you know, corporations are finding they're not needing as much office space, that, you know, uh, that kind of a thing. But, but also what we're finding is, you know, families that are kind of, they're kind of moving away from the urban feel. And you see that statistically moving away, kind of want to get more suburban and even more rural areas to kind of get away, if I may, from the population and avoid any kind of infection from the COVID-19. Wow, it's just amazing how things are evolving before us. And I think businesses are evaluating. You mentioned the business, uh, the commercial real estate market. Businesses are kind of reevaluating how they work and what their needs are yep. with all the virtual capabilities. And a lot of that, I think, Scotty, is consumers are now more open to shopping that way in all sorts yes. of industries. And, you know, and as you said, it's even in the real estate industry. Tell you what, we're going to get to our next break. When we come back. We're going to have more with Scotty about what do you need to be doing if you're a buyer? Because, you know, to try to get a reasonable value, um, how should you be look, looking at the interest rate environment uh, when you're shopping? Uh, and all, we'll also have our dollars and cents segment. You know, we're going to we, we've had a tremendous ec, uh, stock market recovery. And while the economic side has started to be showing signs of life, we do have some fisc- a series of fiscal cliffs coming up that are going to make things challenging. So what do you need to be doing with your money and how do you need to be managing and evaluating your investments? So don't go away. We got a lot coming forward here on News, on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. This is More Living with Jim Brogan. Weekly 
radio show, television news appearances, and adult education classes taught at the University of Tennessee and Pellissippi State Community College. Jim taps into his extensive knowledge and experience to address issues important to living your best retirement. Join Jim every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. here on Newstalk 98.7 WOKI and visit him online at broganfinancial.com. And now, here's the host of More Living, Jim Brogan. Welcome back. Knoxville is such a great place to live, and the Knoxville housing market has just become red hot. And uh, shoppers are changing the way they shop. Buyers are changing the way they can uh, list. We're visiting with Scotty Eklund. He is a sales manager at White Realty, and it's really fascinating hearing about the Knoxville real estate market. We're going to have more uh, with Scotty in just a minute, but first, it is time for Dollars and Cents. Want to be sure you are getting the most out of your retirement? For all the years of your retirement? That's the primary goal of More Living with Jim Brogan and our Dollars and Cents segment, where we provide you with an important financial tip that will help positively impact the quality of your life in retirement. And now, here's Jim with this week's Dollars and Cents tip. Stock markets are unusual right now. You know, the market has really come almost all the way back, not all the way, but getting close since the market highs in February. Uh, The economic recovery is showing signs of life. However, we have a series of fiscal cliffs coming up where, you know, stimulus uh, from the government is going to be expiring. And it's going to be a series of things. Uh, later this month, the uh, the unemployment supplement from the federal side of the extra $600 a week, that's going to be going away. The Paycheck Protection Program for small businesses is going away here in about three weeks. Uh, the support for the airline's payroll uh, is going away in September, I think it is. Uh, we've got protection for home renters from eviction that's going away. There's a series of things coming up. And meanwhile, almost 23 million Americans are saying that they're, they don't know if they're going to be able to make their rent payment in August. So, you know, it's great that things are showing signs of life, but then as the pandemic is picking up again and numbers are increasing and we've got these, the expiration of a lot of this economic stimulus, what does that mean as we head into the fall and into a presidential election cycle? You know, if there's anything that this last four or five months has really underscored with investing, it's that in the short term, there's just no telling what may or may not happen. You know, nobody saw a pandemic coming, of course. That was what we would call a black swan event. But, you know, on March 21st, I don't think there, I just don't know anybody, even into early April, that was expecting that the markets would come back the way that they have come back. Uh, in the U.S. stock market especially. It just goes to show that markets are very, very unpredictable in the short term, and they're very, very volatile potentially. And so what that means is there's a lot of continued challenges coming up. There are also opportunities with what's on the on, going on in the medical field with technology, with, with vaccines and treatment protocol for, the, for COVID-19. So I think what's critically important is that you evaluate, you know, how long has it been since you really evaluated the risk in your portfolio 
and you rebalanced and you looked at your diversification, how heavily are you correlated to the stock market? And is that the type of correlation you want? You know, measuring past risk metrics in a portfolio is actually a pretty good predictor of future risk metrics. We know that past returns are not a good predictor of future returns, but measuring risk metrics are. So I think especially as you get closer to retirement and into retirement, now is a great time, especially with this rebound in the market, to evaluate the risk in your portfolio. We can measure that and know what type of volatility you're likely to expect in different kinds of markets. You know, we can stress test portfolios. What if this happened or that happened? What if interest rates spiked? Or or what if there was a 40% downturn in U.S. stocks? We can test those kinds of things. So if you haven't done it in a while, or maybe you've never really tested the risk in your portfolio, it's so important in managing our behavior in the short term, when we see this kind of volatility, to have at least a reasonable expectation of what your volatility in your portfolio is going to look like. So do that. Take a minute, to, you know, take the time to evaluate risk and then also look at what your cash needs are likely to be in the short term. Because what you don't want to be doing is living on risk investments in the short term. You know, think about it. If you needed money in March or April, and the market was substantially down, you were kind of stuck if you had to sell off investments while they're down. And that's the one thing you just can't do if you want to build successful wealth. You have to have a plan where when you need money, and that can be income for those of you that are getting near retirement or retired, that that income is protected from the short-term volatility and unpredictability of the stock market. So this can be a, this can be accomplished. You've just got to measure your risk and understand your risks, and also secure your shorter term cash needs. And really, in my view, you need to protect your cash needs out a good four, five, six years. I do want to mention. Uh, check us out online at broganfinancial.com. Um, I have a new webinar that is going live. Uh, it's the tax. It's, it's about the uh, retirement tax trap, and it's about the fact that that we are huge, spending huge amounts of money, our uh, our debt as a percentage of GDP, as a percentage of the size of our economy, is continuing to skyrocket. And what are the implications for that down the road with our tax system? And what can you be doing now uh, to protect yourself from that? So check us out online, broganfinancial.com. We've also got our upcoming classes in August and September with Pellissippi State and the University of Tennessee, two-part classes. Um, the next one, the Thrive Financially in Retirement, is at Pellissippi State. And this class, uh, we are offering not only live in class with distancing and masks and all of the different guidelines we need to have in place to protect you, we're also simulcasting that class virtually. If you'd rather be at home in front of your computer and not come out, you know, I do love live. I feel like we can be very effective teaching face-to-face, -face, but, you know, in today's world, the virtual side is very, very important, and we can be very, very effective. We did this in May at the University of Tennessee. We did a, a virtual-only class. And it went super, super uh, well. So 
Check us out. Check it out online. Go to PellissippiRetirementPlanning.com. That's coming up in August. We would love to see you there. We've been visiting with Scotty Eklund. He is a sales manager with Weikert Realty, and we're talking about the real estate market. Scotty, I heard there's recently that there's been a lumber shortage and that people who've been working from home finally started working on some of those home projects or updates that they've been kind of putting off for a number of years. What kind of updates can add the most value to a home? Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I go in the middle of the stay at home. I, I went to Lowe's and and it was crazy. I mean, every time I went to Lowe's, it was crazy. So, so the sellers. It's amazing inventory in all kinds of different industries and inventories that you just can't get stuff. It really is amazing. Yes. yes. No, it, it, it really is. So, but, but to answer your question, um, as a, as a seller is preparing to, you know, put their house on the market if they're having any kind of inkling to invest some money um, into their house to create a higher value. Obviously, you know, the the updated kitchen uh, will bring more value. Obviously, the updated uh, master bath and bathrooms will bring more value. But the reality is you don't have to spend a lot of money to create value for your home. I mean, you could throw some paint on the walls, of course, new floors bring value. Actually, a new door will bring value. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of these smaller projects that you could create that that it, that really does matter uh, to the potential buyer as they see your house. You know that first impression means everything. So in a realm of investment and return, it, it, it would be. Um, you know, your kitchen, your bathrooms, those, those types of things. That makes sense. You know, we've always heard that. So, you know, I was mm-hmm. kind of expecting that you would say that, but there are some things, as you mentioned, even with just new paint that, that isn't real expensive, that can really improve the aesthetic appeal. Now for buyer, yes. for, for the buyer, Scotty, you know, it is tough because it's such a hot seller's market. And as you said, you can't even sleep on it at night. If you really like a place, if you sleep on it, as you said, if you sleep on it, you're not going to be sleeping in the house. I thought that was a great thing that you said. What are some pitfalls buyers can avoid when buying in this market, and how can buyers protect themselves? Yes, you know, uh, the Weikert way has always been, but we have taken it to the next level in the realm of buyer's consultation before we show any houses, we always sit down with the buyer, with the client, and, you know, we, we do a needs assessment. We, you know, we want to find out exactly what they're looking for. But now more than ever, that's so important, Jim, because we have to do well to articulate expectations for our buyers. And we have to coach them well in the sense of, do you have your pre-approval? Are you connected with your lender? You know, can you get that pre-approval quickly? I'm not talking about pre-approval that comes in the mail. I'm talking about, did you initiate conversation with a lender? Do you have that pre-approval? And then also you have to, you know, help them posture their hearts well, that they're going to have to make a fast decision. And so, so with our, our, our virtual, um, opportunities. They get a better look at the house virtually. And then when they physically do go into the house, they're already one, one step ahead. 
then we have to help them understand that we will be putting an offer ASAP and that there's a potential of multiple offers situation. And as, as a real estate agent, you're going to help them understand still there's another game plan, you know, strategically that, that as a real estate agent, uh, uh, you know, in the sense of helping your, your client, you could help them understand that you could put in what we call an escalation clause. You, you're going to communicate with the list. You're going to have your buyer write the seller a letter and express emotionally why you want that house. That really makes a difference. And then again, uh, that the, the buyer's agent is going to communicate well with the listing agent to say, what are, you know, really, what is your seller looking for? Does the closing date make a difference for your seller? Um, and you know, uh, how about earnest money to pot you? Know, so the, the, the good, strong buyer's agent is going to ask those good questions uh, and literally communicate with that list agent and, and, and then help your buyer understand that, you know, we're based on my comps, you know, we're going to make this offer, but you really don't want to exceed this because it's not going to praise for this. So we have to get their hearts posture well with that, that even though they love, 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 love that house, I'm not going to allow them to pay, you know, nor is their lender going to allow them to pay $15,000 more than the value of the house. Sure. Well, so what I'm hearing there is you just, you know, you've got to take the time up front to be really prepared so mm-hmm. that you can act quickly and you've, you've done your homework and you can be thorough. And so you have to do the, that work up front. Tell you what, Absolutely we're gonna, um, when we come back, I want to ask him about, you know, with it being such a seller's market, is it, is it a bad time to look at getting a second home or even diving into the realty, into the, into the rental market? Um, if you're interested in expanding your income and then what about with interest rates, how should you be shopping interest rates? So don't go away. We're visiting with Scotty Eklund. He's sales manager at Weikert Realty. As you listen to More Living with Jim Brogan here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. for listening to More Living with Jim Brogan. If you miss any of today's show or want to listen to it again, visit broganfinancial.com where you can access the podcast and other educational materials to help you in your journey through retirement. And now, here's Senior Market Advisor Magazine's 2011 National Advisor of the Year and host of More Living, Jim Brogan. We live in such a beautiful place here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I hope you're enjoying uh, the summer. Uh, be careful today. It's going to be really, really hot outside. Uh, the real estate market in Knoxville has been really, really hot. We've been visiting with Scotty Eklund with Bikert Realtors. Uh, I do want to mention real quickly before we get back to Scotty, be sure to check out our upcoming class at Pellissippi State Community College. It's a two-part class, How to Thrive Financially in Retirement. It's on August the 13th and the 20th. Those are two successive Thursday nights, again, the 13th and the 20th. Uh, we'd love to see you there. You can go to PellissippiRetirementPlanning.com for more information and to get a syllabus. Uh, you can either attend live or you can attend the class virtually. Uh, Scotty, um, I mentioned rental homes, and 
you know, second homes. It, it is now a tough time for people to dive into that market with the prices up so much, or, or can people get enough on rents that it still works? Yeah, great input. You know, I had a conversation with one of our gold service partners, Darren Poppin, Mortgage Investor Group, yesterday, and he, he you know, the current 30-year fixed rate right now is 2.875, Jim. And then That's the amazing. 15 is a bit lower at 2.5, 2.6. So to answer your question, as an investor, yes, you're paying more, but your return on on that rental um, it, it, it's going to, uh, you know, two to three, four or five years that, that no doubt's going to make its way back. The rental market is also, uh, saturated and strong, um, here in Knoxville, Tennessee, of course, with the corporations, of course, with UT, um, those types of, uh, uh venues that, that bring, uh, more rental opportunities, uh, so yeah, the the rental market right now here in Knoxville is is crazy strong. I, I I know someone in North Knoxville. They they own a house just off of Broadway. Their mortgage is seven hundred dollars, uh, eighteen hundred square foot, and they're getting eighteen hundred dollars a month for rent. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, and as you said, I want to kind of underscore that with the interest rate environment because when interest rates are such historic lows for mortgages. Uh, what mm-hmm. ends up happening is, yeah, you're paying more for the house, but because your interest amounts are lower, you've got more going towards the principal. So it kind of that's a great point in that, yeah, the the home prices are up, but because interest rates are so attractive, so for for yeah. even you know going back to home buyers or even somebody, I know you're not a mortgage broker, Scotty, but can you just give mm-hmm. us some basic advice? quickly on what people should look out for when shopping interest rates and even looking at, you know, all the different options out there. Yeah. What buyers don't understand is they'll shop for a house, but not necessarily shop rate. And I help them understand that you, you can't just lean into one lender. You know, you might even have a lender that's a friend or your wife's friend or that kind of, you can't do that, Jim. You have to be wise and and so when I'm when I'm showing houses and we're shopping for a house, I always recommend that they shop for the lender. And I always I always recommend they call two or three lenders to see which yes. one is going to fit them better, give them the best package, if I may. And 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 so therefore they're 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 not missing out. They're getting that second opinion, that third opinion. They could put the numbers on the table put the lead uh, pencil to the paper and go, this is a better fit for us. Let's move forward. But a lot of buyers don't realize, especially first time home buyers, that they have an availability to literally shop uh, rates and shop lenders. And what is the best package that's going to meet their needs? And that is important. Now, Scotty, you became a realtor as part of a second career after being a pastor. So yeah. what does it take to become a realtor and is now a good time for people that are looking at making the jump into real estate? You know, that's a great question. And as through our whole program, we're realizing that Knoxville uh, is a great market. And Jim, this is an, an amazing time uh, to get into real estate. Uh, it's an amazing time to go to real estate school, take that exam 
and and assimilate into a real estate agency that's going to be productive and and produce success for that new agent. So, yes, I did transition, no doubt, from full-time pastoral uh, vocation, and that's really worked for me in the realm. I love to serve people. And that is my heart. It's been my passion, Jim, uh, all, all my adult life. And then I have an opportunity now to assimilate that passion uh, in the real estate market. So I would recommend... Yeah, and I can um, really, Scotty, I can really hear that passion in your voice. Uh, hey, we've only got about 20 seconds. How can people contact you if they're interested in either buying or selling a home or they're interested maybe in a career in real estate? Yes, they can. You know, we're Weikert Realtors Advantage Plus. www.advantageplustn.com is our website. And um, our phone number is 865-474-7100. And for those that are interested in a career in real estate, go to advantageplusscareer.com or call me personally. 865-748-6404 is my cell number. And, and a lot of these stats, a lot of this information, I post weekly on my blog. It's scottyecklinrealtor.com. Click your agent Scotty, thank and blog. You, Scotty, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for tuning in this week to More Living with Jim Brogan. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Jill, for producing the show. Right Jim, here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Have a great week. The Have views expressed week. by Jim Brogan and his guests are not that of Cumulus Media. Any discussion of financial, legal, and tax planning strategies is not intended to be individualized advice and is general in nature. Always consult with your advisor for advice specific to your needs. This program's content does not represent a recommendation of any particular security, strategy, or investment by Jim Brogan or Brogan Financial Incorporated.